0: Paving Paradise, a podcast dedicated to the asphalt paving industry. I'm Justin Rodriguez, your host, and I'm joined by my co-host, Scott Ramsey. Hi, guys. Today's episode, we're going to be talking about the cost of asphalt, why does it cost so much, and also we're going to talk about um, good customers and bad customers. So um, thanks for joining us. And, and I uh, think
1: we could, uh, we could expand on that a little bit, not only good customers, bad customers, Good, good contractors, bad contractors. Oh, that's right. You yes. know, it's it's the yin and the yang of the world. That's so, true. Yeah, very good point. Yeah.
0: yes. So um, those are our topics today. And how's your week? It's
1: great. Yeah, busy. Sun shining. It's hot. The as you just said uh, before we started filming, uh, the machine is rolling. So that's, <laughs> that's a good. That's keep, a good thing. Keep the engine going. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Especially exactly in the time man. of COVID. Yeah. So
0: yeah, exactly. Um, anyway, um, then let's jump into our topic. Uh, so you know we get us call all the time now with people saying hey the barrel of oil is down so why uh, why is asphalt costs so high still Mm -hmm. so there's a lot that goes into asphalt i mean and not it's not just oil there's trucking there's uh, transportation but um you want to expand on it like well why don't you uh,
1: why don't you talk a little bit justin about what goes into the making of the asphalt you know we buy it at the plant go oh yeah yeah, why don't you talk about that and then the boring stuff is the market prices and and buying on index and all that's the boring stuff. But yeah, why don't you talk about the uh, what goes into making it?
0: Right. So the asphalt um, is made of sand, gravel, and liquid. Um, it's liquid asphalt, it's a binder they use. It's a tar, and it's mixed together in a drum, and that is what the asphalt is comprised of. So it's not just the oil. The asphalt has um, different gradations of gravel. That has to be crushed in the quarry, and not all quarries are on site where the asphalt plant is. So sometimes they have to bring the gravel and the sand in from outside sources, stockpile them, and then they have the raw materials to make the asphalt. Not only that, the oil itself has to be trucked in and stored in silos and maintained heat. So there's a lot that goes into just that. Then when we go to a customer's job site, we have to send a truck, you know, usually 40, 50 miles from where we're at, typically and that's minimum. I think that's, that's I think one that's way. True. That's, that's one way. Even if you're like in Los Angeles, in the heart of Los Angeles, I mean, not all paving contractors are like right by an asphalt mm-hmm. plant. I mean, you got to go, uh, you got to factor in traffic, um, time of day, all that stuff. Absolutely. So those things are what make the asphalt. So then we got to pick it up and then we got to bring it back to the job site. And then sometimes even the asphalt plants screw up. I've gotten bad loads of asphalt where they didn't mix enough tar and it was just kind of this weird, just sand and gravel, lightly mixed with yeah. some emulsion, but what well, we call it like yeah. kitty yeah. litter. Kitty litter. <laughs> yeah, no, we've. What so in the hell is this kitty litter that just showed up? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's, and, it's, and then you true. have to reject it. Some sometimes we have to send it all the way back, pick up another fresh load, and uh, bring it to the job site so we could finally pave. But it, it's 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 quite a process. There's a lot that goes into it. And then not only that, there are different gradations of the oil that hold the asphalt together. There's PG sixty four minus ten. Which is performance grade 64 degrees Celsius to minus 10 degrees Celsius. Correct, if I'm not yep. mistaken, and that's what we use here in Southern California. And then, if we're going to make an asphalt curb, there's PG 70 minus 10, which mm-hmm. is a little bit stiffer oil because it'll hold up in uh, higher heat temperatures a Correct. little bit better.
1: The so, melting the melting point is higher. The freezing freezing cracking point is lower. Yeah. Oh, it's
0: about the same, minus 10 though, right? 70 minus yeah, 10? Yeah, correct. Yeah, so mm-hmm. I mean, uh, but that minus 10 degrees Celsius is really cold. It's never going to get that really like cold, in, cold yeah. in California. Yeah, for sure. So those are the things that just go into just getting the asphalt to your, your job site. So um, there's other behind the scenes stuff, like you were saying, the index prices like Caltrans, I know, mm-hmm. has an index on how much they're going to buy and all that stuff. Correct, so, correct. So you wanted to expand, yeah. expand on that a Yeah, and,
1: and, uh, and, uh, and the, the feedback, because... Justin, as my as as is myself, we don't make our own asphalt, and so we're relying upon our suppliers to give us the feedback. Which, you know, some of it's probably BS, them just perpetuating as to why their prices are the way they are. Right. Uh, there and there is some truth to it. Um, a lot of the, a lot of the asphalt plants early on uh, started out as their burners were diesel, and for them to be uh, California compliant, and also to save them, they've converted to natural gas. Which has helped a little bit, but still. With that being said, I mean, you know, part of the equation that Justin was just speaking about is the heating costs. I mean, it, I mean, can you imagine? We go over to our our, our granite plant here locally, right. and can you imagine the amount of natural gas they're using to burn that thing? Yeah, I mean, it has got. I mean, the drum. You how can the even drum? the drum is like it's Got it. It's got
0: a big blowtorch inside the drum. Oh yeah, it's got to dry out they dry all dry out dry it's out dry same. out a hundred percent of moisture. all the water. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: No, it's um, it's, quite, it's quite, we're hoping on one of our episodes to actually visit a plant, and uh, run you through the makings of it. I think yeah. that'd be fun. Yeah, yeah that'd, that'd be, be pretty cool. cool. It's always fun to stand <laughs> the drum and they turn it on. It can be kind of sketchy, while yeah. boom, and then the yeah. burner, oh yeah, 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 yeah. So getting into what, w- one of the big costs, one of the big factors in, in the cost of our asphalt is, or our HMA, hot mix asphalt, is the liquid asphalt, as Justin said, the binder that goes into the asphalt. And starting in March, uh, or maybe it was a little mid, maybe mid-March, right off the bat, we started getting calls. Um, oil, and I actually a few customers called me, and I've known for a long time. And they jokingly said, "Hey Scott, it looks like you're going to be paying me to do my driveway." And I, you know, laughed, and they laughed, and and they said, "Hey, with oil prices being the way they are, at one state at one point, I think it was like negative." Yeah, was, whatever that means. Was, yeah, it was negative like negative, 30 cents yeah. or negative yeah, yeah. 75 yeah. or something. It was negative. America. It was negative money. And so uh, daily we were getting calls, not so much anymore cuz now we're in the, you know, mid-may. Yeah. Not we're not getting the calls so much anymore, but uh, people were, "Hey, we want to pave all of our streets now because oil is free and asphalt's free." Well, it's it wasn't quite like that. Yeah. And the issue we ran into this year and it's the same every year is during the winter time, supply is up, demand is down. It's just a very basic supply and demand. And so what happens is the asphalt suppliers they buy as much as they can, and they're they're trying to use a crystal ball and guess when is the slowest time of the year, or the the the, the least the, the the most economical time of the year to buy right right to buy their liquid asphalt. So this year it happened to be February. You know, a barrel of oil is 20, 25 bucks, you know, somewhere in that neighborhood. Right. So they bought it at the lowest point. A ton of asphalt was probably 300 bucks a ton and 250 a ton, somewhere in that neighborhood. They bought it, stockpiled, filled everything to the brim, knowing that demand's going to go back up by March. And it kind of worked against everybody right? because oil prices plummeted, plummeted, plummeted. Well, these suppliers, they were filled to the brim. They could not buy any, because they probably would have been.
0: Oh yeah. That's a good point. Yeah. They would have been buying. And no, but then less people were working because everyone was at home. So correct. there was no need to. With so COVID. Was, yeah. So they were stuck with a large supply. Correct.
1: Exactly. Everybody was filled to the brim, thinking they cut a fat hog, which, you know, most of the time they do. Right. They, they stock up, they invest in the oil at the lowest time of the year, fill their tanks as much as they can. And then they just sit on it until March. Caltrans indexes go up everything starts going up and away we go and it's a nice way to kick off the season Yeah, you know because you're basing you you bought it at You bought your oil supply at February prices, but now Caltrans index you can charge March prices yeah or April prices and this year it kind of worked against contractors um, so with that being said I noticed, and I don't know you can answer for yourself, Justin, I noticed zero across the board, really z- virtually
0: zero reduction on any no, prices. Nothing, nothing, yeah. The 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 seal coat prices, like they adjusted them by like pennies. It yeah, wasn't two like two cents. Yeah, two cent, it was like yeah, two cent. cents, yeah, yeah. yeah. It was literally like yeah. Yeah, two cents is yeah. right. And um it was funny because I was talking to Carl at Ace Seal Coat about that. Mm-hmm. And um just getting back to like um where the asphalt comes from, the other thing he was telling me was that When the price of the barrel of oil went down, it costs more money to get the hard crude out, which is what our liquid tar is that we use for the asphalt. And uh, they don't refine it or they don't pull it out of the ground or they don't refine it as much. It's easier to get, you know, the diesel and the jet fuel and the gasoline grade stuff that sits higher. And they have to go deeper, he was saying. So the actual guys that pull the stuff out of the ground, uh, they don't get as much. So there's less uh, supply of it for asphalt. Producers like us, or yeah, correct, hundred percent. Yeah. So th- that that's another thing that was going. Well, on and and
1: and everybody has to keep in mind. Everyone has to remember that the guys that are pulling the oil out of the earth, that's a business just like your business and my business, right. and they have overhead. It costs them so much to pull material out of the ground, and from what I and that's a part of the world that I I, I don't really partake in. I don't really know a whole lot about, but from what I do know these guys break even cost is like 35, 40 bucks a barrel oh, for wow. them to pull it out of the ground. So when things are 20, $25 a barrel, it's more, it's been more beneficial for just them to not, leave it.
0: Yeah, just leave it. In the it's ground.
1: costing them money to pull it out of the ground, which is driving stuff up. Okay. Yeah, And yeah. so, and I just got uh, one, of our, one of our suppliers, uh, actually an emulsion supplier, second half of May, prices are on the rise, right. which I'm kind, of, I'm kind of happy to see okay you know things have been kind of down in the dumps like we mentioned with covid oil prices being low Hopefully. people people staying at home
0: yeah i'm, I'm, I'm the kind of i'm kind of yeah i'm kind around.
1: of i'm i this is i sent one of my suppliers in or the lady that sent me the pricing for the second half of may i i replied back and i said this is the first time in my career that i'm happy to see an increase. Happy I really am yeah, it was only 25 it was only 20 dollars a ton yeah but I was really super happy to see that increase yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. so it was normalizing things yeah. are normalizing that's right yeah you expect it you know May June July August you expect things to creep up and then you know they
0: start tapering off as we go back into winter yeah yeah and it, it's kind of it, it gets I, I, I guess not annoying but it, it's kind of tiresome and it gets tedious when you have to say that whole spiel over and over again because you have one customer after the other calling mm-hmm. saying hey, what about, aren't oil prices really cheap? Why is asphalt so expensive? Why yeah. is it so expensive? Because the thing is, it's not just, they're not just buying the asphalt, they're not just buying the tar, they're buying not only the sand and aggregate, they're paying for your trucking, they're paying for your guys, Absolutely. the expert crews to put it down. Yep. So it's, the, so much goes into it, it's not just that one factor is gonna make things cheaper. Right. And I'm gonna keep paying my guys pretty much the same, if not every once in a while I give them raises, so if not as the future goes on, I'm gonna, Pay them more. <laughs> yeah, so that's right. Uh, the cost of those things is just going to go up. I
1: think inevitably. Right. So well, just, and I will say this. I, I and as as Shane knows, as you know, I'm a pretty positive guy. And and you made the comment about that the conversations get to be tiresome. And and this this goes out to all my fellow contractors out there. You know, I really I really embraced it, and I looked at it as a positive, because I guarantee this springtime, we got. I would that I know of, and I don't know because I've got a few other estimators out there. I know just the the customers that I serve. I got at least three jobs from people calling in saying, "Hey, are is oil prices low because I'm going to jump on it?" And would they have called if the market hadn't have tanked? Hmm. Who knows? Yeah, I don't know. Would they have kicked the can down the road to 2021? Who knows? I don't know. But you know, taking a negative thing and you know, putting a positive spin on it and. They call me up and they say, Hey Scott,
0: it's you know, is now the time? Of course it is. Yeah. time's the time. Yeah, right <laughs> exactly. now's the time. Yeah, well, right now's the, the time. The thing is I this is kind of a tangent, but the fact that people weren't at their facilities because they're sending everyone home, everyone's working from yes. home, they're like, let's pave the parking lot now. They have their budgets in place. Yeah. And it's just You, you got like, a pretty nice yeah. one. You got a yeah, pretty so, nice one so out of, of it. Yeah, yeah, two, yeah, too. Because yeah. like that one place that R V park is closed. Right. So it's like in that place is like a hundred percent a hundred percent occupancy, they say like 90% 11 of the year. Yeah, year yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's insane. It's like, <laughs> right. it's like insanely busy. So uh, the fact that there's no one on it, they're like let's just get the uh, maintenance done on it now right. and then when people come back it's like it's a nice welcome mat. Right. Same for the office employees at the buildings we did in Goleta, like they just they, uh, the, it'll be ready to go, and they didn't have to displace any of their employees. So yeah. that's kind of a, yeah, it's kind of the silver lining, I guess, yeah, to the whole. COVID it is thing. true. Yeah, but uh, that, that's that's kind of a side tangent because it's not really in regards to asphalt prices. These right. are just places that were ready to do something. Well, and I think it goes. Nice I, I, think it. I think it's.
1: I think it's a hundred percent. it's it, it goes one hundred. What your comment's a hundred percent in line with what I just said. Taking a negative. Spinning it with a positive,
0: and let's perpetuate the future. Let's yeah. keep things rolling. Yeah, because yeah. it's crazy. When you do these big jobs like that, um, those companies that have the resources to do it, they're employing all the outside truckers, and then I go out and get food for the guys while they're, you know, working. Mm-hmm. So that, like, in turn services a restaurant, the mechanics that I need to, if right. a piece of equipment breaks down. Right. Like, all of that stuff is being serviced and kind of keeping that... Machine going correct for the economy just by doing these like one or two right jobs it's crazy it's just that's what, that's what well, makes these, the economy go around. Well,
1: these are the things. These are the things that, and not not very many things keep me up at night. But these are the things that keep me up at night is when I start thinking about how many employees I have, how what I do touches their lives. Well, how many lives do my employees touch? Well, there's what? 3.2 people per household. So now we take my employees times that number by three. Now they've got brothers, uncles, cousins. I mean, the numbers are staggering. I know it's all interconnected. And then, and then you add on top of that, like Justin just said, we go to Taco Bell, buy the guys all burritos. Well, now we just, we just help employ 10 more people in a Taco Bell. Yeah. And then they've got 3.2 people in their family. Oh no, so the, the numbers Bell. are staggering. Oh yeah, I yeah. yeah. Shout Taco out Bell. to shout out to Taco Taco Bell. Yeah, <laughs> so you easy. It's like I know. That's right. That's, right. <laughs> Give that's, me that's a right. Pack of tacos that, and yeah. burritos. It's, and, it's yeah. easy. Yeah. yeah. But no, no, you're you're absolutely right. It's uh, the 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 lives that and and we're just these little yeah. asphalt companies, little contractor asphalt companies, and the lives that we touch
0: and. Yeah, it's it it's it's pretty mind blowing. Yeah. yeah, when you it think is, of it, when you think of it like that, I know. Yeah, even for a little small company like mine, it's That's just like it's it puts an impact. And like the truck drivers when they come out, they were so happy when they're milling down those parking we're lots. We're just happy like, to be working. Like, hey, thank you guys. Yeah, oh, we're working. Yeah it's, yeah, it's been so slow. And, right. Yeah, and right. the good thing too is it's been easy on the road too. We're driving. There's right. no cars That's on the right. road, so it's so well, easy. Well, and then the, and then the flip side. Then
1: the flip side. Come come September and October, those same truck drivers are going to be—they're going to be so pissed off. They're out on the job. They haven't slept for three weeks. <laughs> yeah, the same guys are going to. Why did you have to do this job this week, and, dude? This is, you know, this is what it's, just, yeah, it's what we do. That's what we do. Yeah, we got a job.
0: Yeah. Take it or leave it. Yeah. So, um, I don't know. You want to jump into like talking about you know the good customer, bad customer, and yeah, I good think contractor, bad contractor. Yeah, you
1: know? I, I think this is a good topic to seg to segue. Sorry, Shane. To segue right, right. Stop messing yeah, up the I, sets, know, I know. I uh, know. You know. Segue right in. We're talking about customers and the calls, and uh, and I'll talk a little bit more about my experiences with with customers and contractors. But you know, what are your experiences with? Let's use. Let's start out with. Let's let's go poo poo on the contractors first. The gypsies. No. (laughs) I I mean, I'll
0: get you going. That'll get you going, Justin. (laughs) Yeah. We're not going to hear hear the the end of it. The gypsies bring out both the bad customers (laughs) and the bad contractors. Because they're not not really contractors. They're not, uh, you know, most of them aren't even licensed. Some of them surprisingly seem to have a license. Right. Those guys that were going around here. that that thing. Well, it seemed like they set up shop. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. They had a website and everything, which is kind of surprising. And then now they're gone. I haven't seen them. Yeah, I haven't seen them. I saw this little truck driving around and he had his logo on the side of his truck and they've right. been, they're long gone. Anyway, um, the reason I say it brings out the bad customers too is the funny thing is the, uh, what we call in the asphalt industry a gypsy is these, they're basically nomadic people and they have wow. their asphalt truck and they have a seal coat trailer and they drive around they knock on doors and they say, hey, we have some leftover material. We got a good deal on it and we can put it on your driveway if you want. If you want, it'll be this much money. And usually they charge more than what I would charge. Correct. And this is the whole point is that it brings out the bad customer because I'll go see something. Uh, a customer calls me and said, hey, this is falling apart or they want to repave their driveway again. I said, wait, someone did something and I gave you a bid for this, you know, a year ago, or whatever. And I'm like, oh, these guys came and they did it for this much money. I was like, I would have done it for cheaper correct and then it's all falling apart so they have to hire someone to yeah. fix it so those, oh, no. yeah, and it's those definitely are, it's definitely psychological yeah it's so the definitely cheap customers that don't want to yeah. deal with
1: them. well people know the 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 average person that doesn't know much about asphalt they do know that paving and roofing are the two biggest investments you will ever have on your home or a building. Like the building yeah, we're in here, the biggest surface. Area. Those are the biggest expenses that you'll have. Painting, that's yeah. uh, manageable. Uh, drywall, termites. I mean, over the long term, those are pretty expensive items. But yeah. the one-time shock factor: yes. parking lot, and roadways, roof. and roofways. So people know, even the layman knows, that parking lot. So they they get encountered psychologically. They get encountered by what we're calling the gypsies, the the roaming guys, <laughs> yeah. and. They roll up and yeah, exactly like what Justin said, they've got a little bit of asphalt left over and it's always the same spiel. Always. We've got a little bit yeah. of asphalt left over. Yeah. And you know, they get suckered in every time. And the frustrating part for me is once it's all said and done, they gave the they gave the contractor or the gypsy their, their money. Yeah. They realize, OMG, I just got a bad job. Now I have to find somebody to maintain it. Yeah, a lot of times... And, uh, and I I'll, 99 times out of 100, I don't even want to touch it. A lot of times... I don't want they, to be associated just, with it, unfortunately.
0: There are a lot of them, most of them are sealcoat guys, but some of them are, they'll do paving. I and mean, mm-hmm. I've heard horror stories where they'll, they'll do like half of a driveway and then just leave because they'll ask for the money the, uh, up front. That's all the asphalt they yeah. had. Yeah, or, yeah <laughs> exactly. That's all <laughs> the asphalt <they> <laughs> Yeah, but it's funny because they, they do get jobs and they right. show up and they, they, they get the work. And uh, maybe it's the customers that didn't want to get because it's like, Right. Yeah. They're being cheap, yep. but yeah, man, those guys are lucky. I mean, I, we should get some of their tears or something. <laughs> the gypsy yeah. tears, yeah. The yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Lepre- 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 <laughs> tears, yeah. And another good thing uh, to remember is that for the customers that are out there, it's good to hire uh, a licensed contractor. You don't want to hire those unlicensed guys because you got to do it. You don't yeah. know who they are. I mean, the contractor has gone out there. To take the test to prove that he knows what he's talking about through the state, he's got all his insurances in place. He's bonded. You hope he has his insurances in place. Yeah, yeah. yeah. well, yeah, yeah, typically, but they should. And then they're bonded. And the other thing to note is, if you're getting multiple bids from people or multiple estimate cost estimates, um, choose the contractor that you feel comfortable with. Because a lot of times, the if the price is out of whack or or someone doing a lot of times, customer contractors will offer several different options for a driveway. Yep. So, um, you know, ask each one why they did that or what what the benefit is versus, Absolutely. you know, the higher cost versus the middle cost versus the low cost sure. if you have three options. But also feel comfortable. The, the, the guys that you invite on your property, you know, if you have a good feeling about someone, you know, if they, they walk, they, let's say you and I go meet uh, the same customer, which happens all the time, sure. multiple times a week um do they like you me know, more do they like do they, they like, they like, they like they me think, more yeah, yeah, yeah no i don't they like me more sometimes <laughs> yeah. so they like the beard yeah. that's why i'm growing it up. oh yeah yeah, yeah that, i'm trying to me. copy uh-huh, justin uh-huh. yeah yeah so but but the thing is yeah it, it's it's important because you're forging a relationship with someone when yeah. you do that so you know well, as we talked you, it well as we said in the first episode i mean our, our customers become our friends Yes, that's true yeah that's a good point yeah and and um you know, it's 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 about like are they gonna hire you know, if you have this person and they do a good job, then they'll feel good about hiring them back, you know, mm-hmm. for another job or for future work or for another property. But if they totally mess it up or, you know, if you guys didn't get along, there's no hard feelings. They could do the job, they're out, and then they could try the next guys next time mm-hmm. or find somebody else. So sure. I mean that happens too. I mean we absolutely. don't get along with everyone hundred percent of the time. Pers- personalities so,
1: personalities
0: sometimes don't don't mesh. Yeah. Yes, well and,
1: and to and to elaborate a little bit on your on your comment about hire a licensed contractor a lot of people don't realize and once again I always say this plumber electrician asphalt contractor when you're an asphalt con- when you're a contractor not just asphalt contractor but when you're a contractor people don't realize this that you're held to a higher standard yeah so when earlier in this recording I mentioned that I've been involved in in license board disputes, right. you know, between contractor and homeowner or contractor and business owner. And the thing that a lot of contractors forget about is, is the work they're bidding, is the work that they're proposing to be done meet with trade standards? Right. So you could go out and let's say you do a half an inch overlay. Well, anything less than an inch and a half is beyond Trade standards. Always a
0: minimum inch. Minimum,
1: a minimum inch and a half. So if so if somebody says no, I only want to pay for a half an inch. That's all I want to pay for. I don't care how it holds up. If and this is to all the contractors out there. If you go out and you do something that is not in accordance with state tr- with trade standards. Right. That that customer does not have to pay you. And then if you legally go after that customer to get paid, they can say, hey, well, it doesn't meet trade standards and.
0: The CSLB will come out, review it, and if they deem that true, you're up the river. Yeah, and it's really important then if you're a contractor to make sure you note that on your, you know, estimate page or this customer requests only this or, you know, Uh, just kind of cover your bases because. No, and we have, you know. Yeah. Because sometimes there are extenuating circumstances where you do something weird just to hold by for a while, you know, but you know it's just a temporary thing, right? You know, with skin patches, I call them surface patches because I think that's a better name for them. Sure. Skin patches sounds yeah. creepy. <laughs> Which, well, explain, explain what that yeah, is. It's right? just a, a very thin maintenance patch that goes over a, either a pothole or a rough area, something that's falling apart, but it's still got some, barely any structural integrity to it. You could put a thin layer of asphalt on top of it, and it's usually what, like a three-quarters of an inch or an inch thick maybe? Or Tops. Yeah. yeah. And then the guys rake it out. They get all the heavy rock out, and mostly fines and sand sits on it. They played it in with the the plate tamper or a roller and it sits there and it's just a band-aid. It's a whole it's literally a band-aid. It's literally a no, it's patch that goes over something that you're either gonna seal coat over in mm-hmm. a couple weeks or um, it's just to prevent a trip hazard or something from some yep. falling. So well, yeah, but it, it, that that's that but that, you know, you everyone knows it's only gonna last two to three years, correct. especially if there's heavy traffic over it.
1: Correct. Well and like you said, there are those extenuating cir- circumstances where, you know, you have you know, and I run into this a lot where, you know, your heart goes out to them. You, you meet with grandma. You know, grandma doesn't have a whole lot of money. And, yeah. but, but I think, and, and, and I'm okay, same thing. We do skin patches all day long. We do seal coats over jobs that I don't really care for. Yeah, exactly. but, but, but Especially I, seal coats. Yeah, but I think if you go into the project and both parties are on the same page, and you can, you know, just, you know, kind of document it and say, Hey, you know, it's uh, we can't really offer a warranty with this. We advise, or what I like, to, what I like to do is I like to give a couple different options. Here's a seal coat price, no warranty. Here's the overlay price. You know, you're going to get, you know, 12 to 24 months out of this job, you know, seven to 10 years out of this job and 15 right. to 20 years out of this exactly. job, give them the options. I know it takes a little extra time. It you know, and, and we, we you know, we want to see our families, and but that little bit of an insurance policy it pays yeah. dividends
0: because because then everybody's on the same. That approach. reminds me of a point like that. I've done that before and going to bad customers. <laughs> I don't know why, but those are the ones that always stick out in your head because they're the ones that cause the most angst. Like I wish they were all good customers, right. but the good customers they don't stick out in your head because it's right. a smooth transaction. And you're happy. Yeah, you remember when they call you because you want to go do work for them again. Mm-hmm. But those thorn in your side, though. Right. when someone. So speaking of like the multiple options, I remember I gave this one guy multiple options. It was he owned this little sandwich shop, uh, and <laughs> we to, and it was a beat up parking lot. And we wound up just doing that patch and seal, just yeah. thin patches and just band aid patch here and there. And we cleaned it and sealed it and it looked nice and pretty. And right. I was like, I told him I was like. This is gonna last three years. I think we talked in about one this. Year, was it's this gonna, in Lompoc? <laughs> yeah, we talked about. Yeah, yeah, I remember the sailor. Yeah, 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 yeah. Anyway, that guy, uh, he didn't even finish paying like for the work because he goes, "Oh, well, this isn't right and this doesn't look good." And yeah. he goes out there and he said, "No, this is what we talked about." And he goes, "Well, you should have given me those other options." And then it had been so long since I dealt with it. But you hadn't, though.
1: You didn't give him the options? No,
0: I did because oh, I went back to look oh. at it because my brother went to look at it. And because I was like, you go deal with this guy. I'm, I'm done dealing with this guy. Right. And he did. And then he, and my brother pulled it up. Uh, we have our access to our county software right. on our phone. And he's like, no, he did give you those options. And right. he went there because he didn't do this. This is my brother's experience. Right. And he's like, no, here's the rip out. Here's the overlay, and here's the patch of seal. You chose patch and seal. You went with the econo style. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, yeah. You went, you went with the went econo. Low budget, right. And that's what it's gonna. That's low budget. gonna get like you. Like I
1: said, it's all about expectations. Yeah. you're gonna you're gonna have the customer that, no matter what, there's no pleasing him. Yeah, I mean we've we've done hundred thousand dollar complete reno's and yeah y- you still have you know and there's well, all what yeah about there's that rock no po- what it. about that rock and that's kit. that
0: problem and then the thing is they feel like, the thing that irks me the most is they feel like they don't need to pay you because they don't they, they in their mind they didn't get what they wanted mm-hmm. and it's like no, no no no. that's what you wanted that's what you got and you need like you need to get the money like right then and there because if if you string them out at all they'll 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 just take it and run it's just those are the worst you ever get paid yeah uh i don't know if we got paid on there. oh you don't know yeah we got no. part of the money yeah but it's just like it's yeah. it's like it's well it's it's one horrible th- so it's like that red flag so yeah, yeah you're interviewing that guy and you know sometimes you tell maybe maybe you told that guy no one too many times and i told him no but finally i broke down It's like oh fine yeah. and i i know that i put the number a little bit higher just because like i know the guy's going to be a heartache but still yeah. then you don't even get all your money out of it it's just that's just no it doesn't yeah. make sense yeah. it's not it's not worth it so well and don't the thing be a thing customer.
1: well and, and the thing is i and especially here in the in the in the very small good old boy geographical area that we live in right uh, and i know you do it and i know i do it there're certain things that that we do at the end of a job just for our reputation okay you don't want to pay or you want a discount on the job okay i'll take it but don't call me again. Yeah, I mean, obviously, I don't say don't call me again. But yeah. you know, I, uh, you know, and, and we do this. You know, mon- money, money, has a way of tending to smooth things over. You know, say, okay, how about we just pay fifty percent of the job, and oh, now Ramsey the asphalt. It's the greatest company in the world, and yeah. you know, it's it's not fair. No, it's, it's, not it's really not fair. But yeah. but you know, and it's fun, it's you, you. mentioned something you always remember the bad customers, and and I tell my guys, I tell my guys all the time we will remember our, our failures, but we'll we'll never remember our successes. That's a good point. But we always remember our failures and our failures are those jobs that we to this day are
0: still talking it's about. Human nature, yeah. it's, it's human nature. So it's nature yeah, it is always the heartache. It's like yeah. I guess that's why like reality T V shows, it's always about the drama, like the truck broke down. And it's right. like dun dun dun, it's yeah. that hook to get you like go that's through right. the commercial break to, yeah. that's, <laughs> to keep that's, watching. That's exactly right. It's yeah. all the drama.
1: <laughs> well we did a we did a job in San Luis Obispo at the C M C and what my estimator john and i even to this day we'll go out to lunch and you know one either he or i will be like how did we survive that job i yeah. mean how did we get through it and looking back on it, it kind of like gets a pit in my stomach just thinking about like yeah i mean oh my god it was yeah i mean it's just one of those right. things and i consider that i mean saying it as calling it a failure <laughs> wasn't really a failure but it's just a good way to
0: put it. We and dealing remember those customers failures. that give you no options out, that's like the thing, it's like, uh, you, you know, it's hitting their stomachs like, oh, like, what am I, like, now he's mad at this, or is yeah. in yeah, trying to fix the problems, because, you know, you're just always losing money every time you're trying to fix a problem, that's yeah, the problem, that's, it's true. Like, that's yeah. really annoying, it's yeah. like, oh, you yeah. want, because you're in this business to make a profit, and that's how you survive, that's how you keep going, that's how you feed your family, Sure. and those people, there's so many people out there, I feel, that just, don't care about that. They don't care about you. They don't mm-hmm. care. They just they just want the cheapest, the fastest, the best, and they don't have to pay for it. Right. And well, and this
1: is nice going into going going into episode three because we're gonna we're gonna jump right into that on episode three, talking about, you know, different business models. You know, because you're right, Justin, there there are those contractors that, you know, are there are those contractors that only wanna build bridges. They only want to deal with the DOTs right They only want to deal with Caltrans. They only want to deal with Nevada transportation right Then you have contractors like you and I who were industrial commercial. you know you're not really residential on it. We're, we're kind of a little above residential, but then you do have you know the, the guys that, are, that have drums in their trucks. Yeah. there's nothing wrong with that right They're providing a service and some, I think sometimes contractors, you know for you for you the size of company that you have at this point, for you to go be trying to do a, a eight hundred square foot seal coat driveway for Grandma in Santa Barbara yeah
0: I mean is it yeah, appro- we do them is it appropriate yeah uh, but we I don't know. You do them just to bang them out but like it, it's just like but yeah it's not where the money's at either it's like because that's more yeah that's like geared for a smaller business I mean and yeah. there are all those guys out there they're just like one pop shops and, and they're, they're making alive. a killing yeah they, they are do.
1: making a kill- a
0: <laughs> I yeah. sometimes I wish I could go back to those days
1: <laughs> they. Killing, yeah, and most of their business is cash. Yeah, oh, (laughs) no
0: employees. Yeah, you know, sleep good at night. Oh yeah, yeah, no employees. It's just them. The problem is, it's just you. That's it. So it's what can you do with your own two hands? So that's that's, you can only do so much in the day. Yeah, but remember, but grow. But
1: remember, and I tell all of my friends and all my fellow contractors that that I'm that I'm in with. I say the same thing. A business, no matter what business you're in, I don't care if you're Google or if you're Central Coast Paving, a business is only as good as the cash it generates. Yeah, that's true. And these guys with these 55-gallon drums or 300 or they're pulling a 350-gallon tank on the back, they're generating so much cash. Yes.
0: You know, the, they, our, and that's pro- that goes our back Our business to, is only as good as the cash it generates. I think that's what goes back to the gypsies. That's how they survive. They just do it. They paid they get paid cash. They're in, they're out, and then they just I mean, go uh, around. They'll they'll just kind of prey on one neighborhood, and then they move up the road, or yeah. they'll go like somewhere else. And then they, I gotta say, I gotta say,
1: I see these guys rolling around. These guys are rolling with some pretty nice equipment. They're rolling around with nicer equipment than I'm rolling Sometimes around with. I, I know. <laughs> you know, having
0: like a brand new F one fifty with like some fake logo Seriously, on the Yeah, side of the yeah. Truck. yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, you can tell Justin's a little more disgruntled than I
1: am about it. So you know. But I've been doing it a lot longer, so, yeah. I don't know. Those uh, guys are just <laughs> bad news. <laughs> no, but hey, you should be, you, the job you're on now, the gypsies were the last ones out there, and they weren't happy, and then you got it now. Yeah. So, I mean, that says, that says yeah, that's something. True. Hey, you know, every you know every, every dog
0: has its day, right? That's right, right, that's
1: right. But then now you're going in, you're completely mailing, putting
0: back in three, I mean, you're doing yeah. it right. Yeah. Yeah. Because they so. just slapped a thin layer on top and they made all kinds of drainage issues oh and 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 at least these guys are wise enough
1: they're smart enough to realize hey we screwed up let's get a professional in here to do it right and you got it (laughs) yeah yeah all right until next time my friends all right see you down the road